What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. How are you feeling the 58 years of Singapore? No? Uh already, yeah, feeling older already. Yes. You are feeling older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as we approach 60. Uh it's like the that's like the ben- the cutoff point, right? It'll be a whole gangbang again, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a big thing, lah. Sixty years. SG sixty. Yeah. Oh, probably people planning for it already, lah. Hmm. But, but still, got the people. People still having the the post NDP hangover, lah. Right. Mm. Do uh, you get a sense? A lot uh, of people still talking about stuff that happened at NDP and all that. No, I don't get that sense. Oh, you don't. Know? Yeah. You moved on already, lah. I moved on right. Heartless. Heartless. <laughs> no, I would Give say... you one firework celebration, happy, then I'll forget. Forget okay, what, who okay. brought you. Then there. what do you feel? What do you feel? What is this hangover that you feel? I mean, like, literally, one of the topics we're talking today is about NDP, right? True lah. Mm-hmm. But it was one of the things that, uh, it is an interesting topic. Yeah. But NDP, yeah. I mean, I, like, my NDP experience this year, so me and my mm-hmm. wife just went to somewhere in Kalang and watched the fireworks from a distance. Yeah. So it was chill. It was nice and there were a lot of people there just, just chilling. So hey, actually this is kind of cool. It's like a metaphor for what we do, right? It's yeah. Like we go parliament, we just watch. Just watch. From, watch from a distance. Uh, just chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just chill, just chill. It was nice. I mean, we started off watching someone parade. I remember seeing the Red Lions land yeah. and wow, like they really come in fast. Fast, yeah. Yeah, they come in fast. Yeah. I was there in person mm. and uh, yeah, it was quite shocking how crazily they were swinging around yeah. as they were about to approach hit the hit the ground already uh. yeah and you I, you know I was kind of concerned that there'd be a repeat of that, that yeah that I think everybody was yeah. Yeah. I think everybody was man yeah but this time was uh, yeah, I think it was they, they did well uh. and they allowed them to land in the middle of the field a bigger a bigger landing it spot it looks like a bigger landing spot I think last time was like yeah. a path right like yeah, a road so. or something now they're like, okay, anywhere here, anywhere. you just take your time, yeah. you land, you go soft and all, that's all good, yeah. man, all good. Yeah, it's the size, you the of, size of two football fields, more <laughs> yeah, than enough space a... to land. If you need more space, there's other places you can go in Singapore that's 11 football fields or so. Oh yeah, yeah that's true, <laughs> uh, that's true. Uh. Uh, but but was it hot? That was the thing that I was thinking, is the, the weather these days are so, is so hot, was it hot when you were there? Yeah, yeah, it was hot. Were you in the sun? Yes, I was in the sun. Oh, you're in the yeah, sun. It was very hot. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay lah. I mean, it starts at the eveningish time, so so you mm. know the sun will slowly peter out by, mm. by a certain time. But before we jump to everything there, like, yeah, you know, there's always one thing. Uh, we Couple always of things. Make a plug, like, yeah. And what is that plug? The plug is that if you are watching us uh, on YouTube or listening to us or watching an excerpt on Instagram or TikTok, it would be great if you could follow us. Uh, hit subscribe. Follow us. Uh, it it helps you beat the algorithm so that you see our content whenever we post it. Yeah, and if yeah. you want to work with us, mm. which is you know, sponsor, you know, you want to commission a podcast or have your have your name appear before the start of the podcast, mm. uh, hit us up. Contact at Ministry of Funny Ministry of Funny dot com. Yeah, and all the links are in the show notes. Uh, yeah, we we, we like doing those pre roll ads where we speak. With a with a with some comedic tone and a music in the background. Yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah, uh, you know, it's it's been we're still in that that NDP post NDP, uh, you know, self hating phase mm. where we're questioning uh what Everything. we're doing for our lives like, right? Uh. and uh, in, including the topics that we we're talking about today la. Yeah, but the yeah. first topic is not so much NDP related lah, right? Not NDP, but you could argue that it's something related to 
total defense also, la, right? Oh yeah, that's true, la, that's true. Psychological. Oh, wow, that's a bit of a stretch, but yeah, yeah okay, yeah, okay. I got it, I got it. If you watch the parade, there was a whole segment where they they literally built floats around mm. each pillar of total defense. Mm. And and it was like, uh, it was meant to be like cute, la, like, you know, like a, I think it was like a, a giant pencil box with, you know, with all the things that can open yeah. up representing military defense because, you know, we have so many arms in the military. Yeah. And um, they had things like a calculator that represented, like, you know, uh, I don't know, psychological defense or something. Calculator? Yeah, literally like a giant calculator. What the fuck is a calculator psychological defense? Uh, this Basically, there was a video or a skit that basically was this guy who was trying to teach his grandparents about total defense. Ah. Uh. And so he goes around his house looking at various things, talking to his sister and everything. And each, then he realizes, looking back, that each of these interactions he had at home represented some pillar of defense. Like uh. the food, the food cover, the, the thing that covers the food is like protection against fake news and all that. I mean, the, the analogy is really, I mean, yeah, it really sounds the... fucking bad when someone says it like that. But, uh, and it was very on the nose and all, and it was kind of cheesy. But you felt proud, like, you felt proud that... Uh, no, I didn't feel proud, but I uh, remember it, right? And uh, that's what you want people to do, I remember. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, during the parade, if people wanted to, for some reason, check their banking account, <laughs> uh, and they happen to have an OCBC bank account, mm. and they use Android, and they download third-party apps outside of the Google App Store, yeah. they would not have been able to log in. Correct. Or they may not have been able to log in. Yeah. Because... In, in During NDP week at the start on mm. 6th August, which was a Sunday, mm. OCBC rolled out their latest security feature, mm. uh, which is meant to protect against malware. Uh, malware infections, if, it's, if, it, if that's even what it is. Um, from what I understand, because I'm an iPhone sucker, yeah. um, if you have these, these apps that maybe you downloaded that are not officially downloaded from the Google App Store, yeah. uh, and you open up your OCBC bank, uh, app, they, they might tell you that, okay, you have some suspicious apps. We're not going to let you log in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just no. Yeah. Not even a warning, no. Yeah. We're just not going to let you log in. You delete those apps. They even give the names of the apps. I think the ones that were screenshot was uh, Taoyin, mm. uh, the Microsoft Authenticator app and Alipay. Mm. And then you delete that and then you reinstall it from the Google App Store. Then only you can access the app. Yeah. So a lot of people were pissed off. Uh, I think from the day itself, people started posting online and and uh, by by yesterday or like uh, by by National Day actually, mm. there were a lot of articles being written about it like, Yeah, that the uh, a lot of people were upset. Yeah, yeah. So now a few days have settled. They have come out and responded. Uh, MAS also has chimed in, mm. uh, saying they will learn from this. Mm-hmm. But uh, did you experience anything? Related, like for this? No, I'm an iPhone user. Mm. Um, so end of discussion. Everyone just use iPhone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. You got two iPhone users here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No lah, but um, it, it is it seems like a very anti-consumer kind of thing to do, lah, right? Mm. Doesn't it? Um, because I I think what you're hearing out there is that they you know they are blanket banning a lot of apps that are. I think the term is site-loaded into Android devices, which is... What's site-loaded? means they download the app from a website that is not the Google Play Store. Uh, yeah, so there are actually a lot of uh, apps that people use for work also that they need to uh, put on their Android phones. Mm. So even those apps will get lumped together with the, you know, 
um, the apps that cannot be used while Oh, because those are not official banking. from the Google App Store. Yeah, they're not from the Google App Store. And some people are saying, uh, I literally am a you know uh, app developer or something, and I need to I need these site loaded apps to test certain things. Uh. so now you are literally getting the way of my work for me to use my banking services to access my own bank account. Mm. Um, and then yeah, like you say, AliPay, you know these Chinese uh, web services. They don't necessarily go through the Google Play Store again. Mm. So it is a, yeah, it's quite, um, you know, a huge hammer used to solve a, a very specific problem. No? Mm. Uh, yeah. But then don't you think that we are seeing so many issues of malware scams? Every mm. day there's someone who cannot screw by malware. Yeah. Malware scam. And malware is essentially just, I think at a very high level, it is just some sort of um, virus mm. that is smuggled into your phone via unofficial apps. Yeah. Uh, via uh, an interaction with a website that you might go to mm. uh, and it gets into your phone and it basically remembers whatever you type in on certain websites mm-hmm. so that the people who are controlling the malware, they will see what your login IDs are and all and I think they target CPF a lot. Yeah. So just go into your CPF, empty it out via PayNow mm. and that's it, you're done. Yeah. Uh, and I think OCBC themselves uh, earlier this year, they were hit by MAS with additional capital requirement of three hundred and thirty million over SMS phishing scam response. Mm, mm. I think it was sometime last, last year. year. Yeah, we did a podcast about it. Also, For right? Sure, yeah. There was a sh- they, like a bunch of people lost a shit ton of money, yeah. and all OCBC accounts. Yeah, and I think OCBC had to re- pay pay mm. back a yeah, lot of it, to, right? Yeah. So then MAS basically said this additional capital requirement, which from what I understand is just that you must have this capital available. Um, before you can invest your bank funds and all. So it limits the amount of capital you have to invest uh, as a bank. La. Yeah, basically, I mean, every bank doesn't, you don't need to carry all the cash that yeah, people yeah. put with you. You only need to ca- carry a certain percentage. La. So, uh-huh. But MAS says, oh, you need to carry more cash. Then it, it kind of limits what you can do with and your money. And specifically OCBC. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a punishment, as punishment for that, that yeah. what happened there. Like. And I mean, the, the thing is like, apparently a lot of banks are going to be rolling out security features. Yeah, that's what MAS has said. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's why when I was thinking about this, right, I'm like, okay, is this really a bad thing? Mm, mm. It's bas- you know how they advise you if you are logging into Wi-Fi at a cafe or something? Yeah. That's open, not the best op- time to... Open Wi-Fi, like, right? Saying open, what do you yeah. call it? Uh, what, what's it called? Open Wi-Fi. That means Wi-Fi that you don't need to authenticate or anything. It's just free oh, Wi-Fi. There's a term open Wi-Fi. I don't know, not open Wi-Fi. But remember, uh, I mean, we've done videos about this, like for logging into like free Wi-Fi is not safe. Wireless, wireless SG. What? No, no, no. I'm saying logging into like a free, uh, free Wi-Fi uh, isn't actually very guess, safe. Yeah, like guess yeah, Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because people can hack in very easily. Yeah, yeah. So there are things you shouldn't do when you want to log in to like say your bank or something like that, mm. which are accepted practices. Yeah. So, in some way, isn't OCBC just saying, yo, man, you got some suspicious apps on your phone. Mm-hmm. Don't fucking use our bank account. We are protecting you. You go and reinstall this shit. Um, and then you come back to us. Lah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. is that wrong? Um, maybe not wrong, but I think the implementation maybe is very abrupt. Mm. And coupled with the fact that, uh, I think, <clears throat> me included, Mm. A lot of people's experiences with uh, mobile banking apps generally has been quite negative. Mm. Uh, you go to the, you know, whether it's Apple Store or what, and you look at all the reviews and all that. And my own personal experiences with some of these banking apps have been largely negative. Um, at the same time, the banks are, you know, reporting record profits and, and, and you know, DBS CEO, 
like selling shares after after a positive announcement of the small the amount price. of these shares yeah. for three point three three point four million. million. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you 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 tell, you know that these these banks are raking it in. They're not reinvesting a lot into you know uh into into building a better customer experience for the men on the street. Mm. They're not, uh, and now they are you know literally telling you that you cannot use these certain apps on your phone even if you want to. Uh, which is why a lot of people use Android. They, mm. they like that control that they have over their phone, right? Mm. So I think the implementation just seems... Uh, I think people are asking, have you really exhausted all the options mm. of building something, a safe environment for people to use your app, right? Yeah. Before telling people, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that, because it's risky behavior. Yeah. How about your own app and everything? Is it a solid, uh, foolproof thing that can be relied on in, in good times and bad times? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've literally been in those situations where I'm like, I'm trying to pay for, for something because I'm not carrying cash. Oh, and then DBS, goes down. like the DBS app is just down for the day. Uh. And everyone's like, damn kanchong, like, well, how, how, what do I do, you know? Uh. So, I, we've talked about this whole in the cashless, the cashless uh, society and mm. then, are we ready for it and all. But I, I do feel the banks have a lot of uh, catching up to do lah, to mm. make people uh, confident of their services. And they're not at the stage yet and then they pull this one, th- this this move claiming to want to protect their consum- the consumers. That's uh, where I think the problem is at. Uh, yeah. In some way, you're, you're, they're kind of like saying, hey, you don't fuck up yeah. before you use our app. Yeah. You you clean up your mess first, then you then, come and use our yeah, app. Then you can't use our app. And our app still sucks, but you know, that's yeah. just about the price you have to pay for using our, our app. Mm. So that's yeah. why I think people are so pissed off by it. Because yeah, like, like what you said, I don't think, you know, unfortunately, a lot of things regarding security when you go to when you go and take a flight and all that, they ask you to take off your shoes. Take yeah, your belt. yeah, it's very inconvenient, right? But you do it because there's a base level of security yeah, yeah, that yeah. everyone ascribes to, mm. and you make that sac- everyone you make a little sacrifice so that overall the whole system is safer, mm-hmm. la, right? So in some sense, this is what they are asking of you also, la. But I don't think people are convinced that the banks ha- are are doing it in their interest, you know, to. That they are built, they are building these safeguards within their their own app itself mm. uh, before they're asking people to not engage in risky behavior per se. Oh, uh, I see, I see, yeah. I see. Yeah. Uh, so it's almost like, uh, yeah, la, like um, if you are coming to my house when mm. my house is really quite dirty, yeah, it's like you shower first. Yeah, shower yes, first. You yeah. shower first. You don't come and dirty my house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, uh, okay. Because yeah, like at first I was thinking, I think okay. First of all, the comms was fucked up, lah. Mm, mm, uh, yeah. The, some people were saying, okay, if you want to roll it out uh, based on Chatter Online, you can even start with like uh, a song or give people the chance to opt out. You know, mm, mm, uh, okay, right. this is this can automatically flag and disable mm. if you have some suspicious stuff. If you don't yeah. want, we will just warn you. Yeah. But then you we won't say you cannot log in. Yeah, yeah. Right. So then uh, actually, yeah, that made sense. And I think what you said is quite interesting like, because there is, yeah, it feels like there's there's so much potential for solutions mm. which we are not going to think of. Yeah. But that's what the banks with all their profits and all should be able to think of. Like. I mean, yeah. in the olden days when it was brick and mortar, they thought about how to oh, come up with your safe that makes it impenetrable or something. Yeah. Now it's just in the digital world. Like. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the one thing also like uh, I found quite interesting is that the head of anti-fraud at OCBC, his name is Beaver Chua. I know. <laughs> Isn't that someone you want to be looking after security. No. What do beavers do? Oh, build dams. They, like, they yeah, build yeah. dams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They build blocky. Imagine if his name was like uh, Licky Chu or something. Mm, mm, yeah, would you want Licky Chu or mm. uh, taking care of your security? I would want Otter. La. 
otter chan. Otter chan. Why otter chan? Huh? I mean, what do otters do? They, they just no hands, stealing, They go around stealing fish from other places, uh, for you <laughs> on your behalf. <laughs> so you must sign up with them, lah. You yeah, don't go and yeah. sign for a competitor or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Beaver Chua, he's the head of anti fraud. Yeah. Um, the name like Beaver, it's hard to hard to take very seriously, lah. Right. Yeah. And then I think a lot of people have commented on that. You know, we, we don't want to make fun of his name per se and all, but yeah, lah. It's just. An unfortunate coincidence that his name is Beaver. So. I think if he brands himself properly, he can be the dam, you know, like, dam, I'm, yeah. I, I be, I'm building your dam, you know. Yeah. But I mean, people are just basically seeing this as quite, a lot of people are seeing this as a very uh, anti-consumer move, mm. uh, right? And uh, like, like what you said, like, it can be implemented, but yeah, whether maybe there's an opt-in period or something, opt-out period, and, you know, more heads up. Like, I think some people literally just discover, hey, suddenly I cannot log into my mm. my Android app anymore for OCBC. Yeah. And that is, I mean, I've, I've been there before even for my iPhone. And it's some, sometimes the most frustrating thing because you're just trying to do a transaction or check something quickly. And that's the promise of banking apps, right? Like, yeah. you know, everything's at your fingertips. And no, there's like, oh, something's wrong. 12-hour 12 12 hour timeout, everything. Yeah. I felt it on the night of my wedding dinner. Oh, really? Must pay the restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, allow it. Then had to... I was like already quite drunk and all. Yeah. And uh, I had to call the bank to temporarily increase oh, my credit card limit or something. Then I was like, oh my God, just don't, don't say anything. But of course, people around me were helping. Uh, but I then I was like, oh shit. And moments like this... Uh, Wow, if you cannot log in, you cannot do shit, it is quite paralyzing. Yeah. You mean you never bring the, just bring a card? Or, or I brought the card, the but then limit, the card the got some limit, yeah. Okay, because okay. I just got the card, I think, <coughs> a, a, a few weeks before, and I didn't yeah. set it. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, but in the end, it was okay. Yeah, but, but here's another question that I had also. Uh, you know, the, the, the banks are saying that, yeah, yeah, we're not trying to track your, your activity uh, on your phone and things mm. like that, right? Um, what do you think of, of this kind of assurances? Like, I mean... Yeah, like, uh, I can imagine how they really don't track, but I don't trust it. Uh. Yeah, why do you, why you don't trust? I don't know, man, Terrence. You put your faith in the powers that be, and then you cannot cheat it. You see all this stupid-ass shit that happens. Yeah. All these big companies behave in ways that, like, belittle your trust. Yeah. How to trust? Yeah, and I, and, and, and I think the best example is, was brought up in Parliament uh, recently. Mm. When Vivian Balakrishnan oh, yeah, said, correct. basically, they forgot to say four words. Oh. Subject to prevailing conditions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Four words, no? Four words. And the way he made it seem like, so, yeah, it's only four words. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, yeah, I mean, the, I think the, the, the whole thing we're talking about is traced together, like, right? Where yeah. people were told in no uncertain terms that uh, all the information gathered by trace together cannot be used in any way, other way other than contact tracing if you are sick and all that. Mm. And it turns out later that we discover, oh, actually the police have the right to to take the information and use it for whatever they need to do. Mm. Which, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are very disturbed by the intrusion, or at least the, the, the feeling of intrusion of their privacy and having an app in your phone that you're, you kind of need to get around um, and, and now suddenly it's been revealed that actually it's doing more than what it was intending to do. Mm. So I think that's the very bitter aftertaste that people have had after that. Mm. And it, that was the first thing that popped in my mind. I don't believe a word that they say about they're not using it, using whatever things to track whatever you're doing on your phone. Really. Yeah, I mean, maybe they, they are not, but it's like they're saying, okay, there's someone who's going to walk through the men's restroom or the women's restroom with their eyes closed. Mm-hmm. We guarantee you, eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. Confirm, eyes closed. No one will look. No one look. Yeah, no one but all see. it takes is one fucker yeah. to just open the eyes and look. Like recently, I think it was OCBC, right? There was this teenager that accessed 55 accounts. The intern. The intern, intern. Yeah. 
Yeah. He accessed with different, and the story is also quite ridiculous. I think yeah. something about his his friend or something. Then he went into his friend's account and said, "Hey, you got money? And then yeah, you're going to pay me back or something like that." I don't know whether right? that's a yeah. like a hypothetical or whether that was really the case. But then he went into the accounts of some influential people and all. Yeah. Then it feels like, yo, man, OCBC. You hear you are on one hand telling people to be careful. Yeah. Your own internal intern mm. has access to all this. Yeah. yeah. So easily. Yeah. Yeah lah. So so yeah lah. Like, I think. It, it almost like if they want to access the data, they mm. can, but they won't. Yeah. But they yeah. won't, Terrence, they won't. Yeah. But then, but then banking and government different, why? No, but but I think it's the people's faith in, you know. Institutions. Institutions uh. and, and apps that claim to, oh, we we can stop you from, we can see what's on your phone, but we will not use the information mm. to uh, to do anything with it. You know, there's those, uh, those uh, assurances that now, like, like what you said, I seem quite leaky, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. trust a word that comes from these institutions about yeah. it. You know, so... Better see, maybe Beaver is head of anti-fraud, <laughs> then there's Leaky Chua. Leaky Chua. <laughs> with data analytics yeah. or something. Better is fucking Leaky Chua. Yeah, yeah. Leaky, and the otter. Yeah, otter Leaky Chu, Leaky Chu, yeah. And Otter, otter Chan. is in the wings waiting to steal customers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Leaky Chu is like, come, come, Otter, Otter, come, come, come. Uh. No, Otter is head of customer acquisition. La. Oh Otter, yeah, that's yeah. true. Otter Chan, head of customer acquisition. Yuki <laughs> Cha is the, is the head of intern yeah. recruitment or something. <laughs> Liki, yeah, Liki Chu. Beaver Chua, Liki Chu, and who's the what? Otter, Otter Chan. Otter Chan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny, man. Yeah, so, so it just feels, yeah, exactly, that, that trust, right? I, I mean, OCBC, it's not even like, if they are the first bank to roll this out, there's almost no first mover advantage. Yeah. So a... it felt like, and they want to do during NDP week some more. Yeah. Just felt like, Ugh. and again, it's the comms lah. You know, if you just, it seems like there was no communications at all. Yeah. And yeah. people were shocked by it lah. Yeah. So it just feels like, hey guys, what are you doing? Like, who yeah. is in your PR? Who is in your comms department? Yeah. Because I, I think um, if if they want really need to push through this because it's MAS regulation or something, mm. There still needs to be a process of really educating people because the perception was is that the a lot of the social phishing scams last year were due mainly to social engineering, right? Mm. You give people, you can give people all the security, uh, you know, the tokens or what digital tokens and all that. But at the end of the day, if people are taking that that code and then sending it to someone else, right? Then yeah. It kind of defeats the whole purpose of having those digital codes and all that. Yeah, yeah, and it was a lot of that kind of social engineering of, mm. of basically scammers pretending to be someone they're not and sounding very convincing. That's yeah. what got people scammed. It wasn't so much that the app was not secure. Because if the app, if you go by theory, it's meant to be very secure. But because people were conned in other ways um, by, by social engineering. So that to me is the bigger problem from those phishing scams, which... Mm. Have have we you know put in a hundred percent into fixing those problems in terms of education or what? We don't know that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I mean, yeah, the the social. I mean, we ourselves have heard from personal friends who have canard a social engineering scam, yeah. and yeah. it's damn smart. Yeah, it's damn right? smart. It's damn smart. Uh, and I'm sure people listening, you might know someone also who. Might not be the person you might think would fall for it, but we all have our vulnerable moments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh and, and it gets tricky. La. But but you know, OCBC they said since they rolled out the security enhancements on Saturday, the bank has not received any malware scam reports. <laughs> this is in contrast to before August fifth when every day they got at least one, one. report, Terrence. <laughs> so they slashed it uh, from mm. one to zero over a yeah. period of four days. 
no one has asked for an apology, la, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that is um, amazing. It's like reaching the moon. No? Yeah. Go from one a day to zero a day. Mm. And over uh, just an observation period of four days. Yeah. So, because the thing is, I still feel that, okay, this might be a bit too hard-handed, but something that is more hard-handed might be something that is necessary at some point. Mm. The mm. more connected we are, the more we are willing to share info online, uh, the more number of passwords that we all have, yeah, there's some sh- there's, there needs to be some guardrails lah, mm. and it might be the case that it needs to be something that is harder, which I I'm not entirely against, mm. uh, but I think it's just hand holding people to reach that point lah. Yeah, yeah. Because now you think about how many passwords everyone has. I use a password manager, which has been mm. a lifesaver. Yeah. I cannot imagine. I know some people who use the same password for everything. Oh man. Or like they maybe change one alphabet or one number. And I'm like, oh yeah. shit, no, password managers are dope, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, at, the end, yeah, at the end of the day, so many of us use iPhones. Mm. And iPhones essentially is that, like, it's a walled uh, ecosystem, like, right? Mm. Where you can't sideload apps at all. Yeah. So um, I think people can be convinced to take on harder measures to protect the most vulnerable people. But uh, it needs a lot of convincing. Like, you but know? you know, on the iPhone thing, mm. apparently that has a other issue. Like, people get too complacent on the oh, iPhone. yeah, yeah. And I think they said, uh, right now, the the Apple malware can still seep mm. through Apple. Mm. Yeah, it can. The Apple guardrails. Yeah. So, I know on Apple, aside from my, like, password, uh, um, the password, what, what what did I say? The password manager kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I take any extra precaution, like, oh, you know, if I'm on Wi-Fi, not to log in. No, man. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. I think I'm a bit too lax also. Yeah. But because at the back of my mind, I know Apple has this, 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 this the great wall of Apple, but it's not impermeable also. Yeah, it's not impermeable. Yeah. So that's like the flip side. Like Android, you have to be like, a whole day, 24-hour vigilant, but Apple, you don't give a fuck and then people still break in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah there's a feature of Android phones, which I, I, I kind of enjoy while using Android uh, during my time, my b- brief flirtation. Is it? I know the one thing you enjoy was you can have your Google Maps <laughs> on while having a, a YouTube, YouTube video. video. Half and half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that was fucks. awesome. Yeah. That was like your number one feature for correct, Android correct, phone. Yeah. Right? Like multitasking oh, multi- wow, yeah. while watching videos. But all. that lasted how long? Uh, Android? Yeah. yeah, a year, two years. Maybe. I had Android yeah, for yeah. two years. I couldn't take it, man. Yeah, I, and, then, and then the phone started to get like you know, it started to converge with what Apple was providing. Also. Mm. So, yeah, it wasn't my thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully, they did, MAS and the banks, they say they will learn from this. Yeah. So, maybe this is taking the concept of, you know, like in, in the startup world, what we have learned is you ship your product, the minimum viable product. Mm-hmm. You just put it out there and then you iterate from there. Maybe OCBC was like, I think we should do that also. Or Let's, maybe they were forced to lah. It's like mm. part of the punishment for for like the phishing scams last year. They're like before NDP, you better push <laughs> something out. Yeah, of all the banks, yeah. you are the first one to go you, in. Yeah, that's take like, the bullets. That's true. You You're fucked like that, up, right? You are like when the when the boat lands in Normandy, you are the guy at the front that runs yeah. out first. <laughs> you fucked up. Now you go first. <laughs> yeah. All the other banks is like, bro, sorry, we can't help you. Uh. OCBC, uh, I'll be here with uh, you know like monitoring. You, you'll be <laughs> we'll be monitoring <laughs> from the sidelines. Yeah. Then OCBC just just shakily going forward, peeing his yeah. pants. And then when, once they once the the rails come down, everybody just hiding behind OCBC. <laughs> then can't tell the blood because it's red also. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh my god, is OCBC fine? Yeah. Oh man. But yeah. Um. But it's, speaking of uh, yeah, yeah, all these things happening during uh, a very big party, the, mm. the NDP. S- something else also happened during NDP mm. that uh is stirring up a lot of emotions amongst people. Mm. Like, 
And this time it's not red, la, yeah. but it's the color of green. It's the color of green. Yeah. Uh, and it is the fact that during the NDP, uh, the beloved Grab mm. actually had their own contingent mm. that was marching. Yes. I didn't see that because I, I, we were out waiting for the fireworks by mm. then. Did you see it? I saw it because I was there. Yeah. And it was something I also pointed out like, like to my wife, uh, like, what the hell is Grab? Then? So you could see there was like the Grab logo and all. Yeah, yeah. It was like Grab was, I think, the last or second last contingent to march mm. as well. So very prominent that, you know, because usually, you know, these things, like, you remember the first couple that yeah, you yeah. then you remember the last one. Like. Yeah, yeah. So Grab was quite But clear. what was that contingent? What was that segment? That was, uh, so that segment was basically the pillars of total defense, uh, the social pillars, social, economic, and and community pillars of total defense. Mm. Uh, so each of them would be like, you know, Singpost, la, even DBS, la, uh, Changi Airport, uh, different companies, la, right? They're mm. very, uh, with very strong uh, Singapore links to, you know, the history of Singapore and everything. Yeah. Uh, being represented with a contingent there. Uh. Singtel, Singtel was there. Oh, Singtel had a contingent. Singtel, yeah, Singtel was, had a very strong contingent there. Uh. Strong pillar uh. of community support, obviously. Uh. Uh, yeah, so... These are all the, a lot of GLCs lah, for sure, right? And uh, so I was still quite puzzled why Grab was there. Because mm. Grab isn't supposed to be officially a GLC or anything, lah, right? So is it, the rest were all GLCs? I think you could make an argument that, that each of them were GLCs. And what defines a GLC again? Like the government owns a, yeah, yeah, as a shareholding. Like Tomasic has a very specific uh, strategic interest ah, in okay. owning a share of the company for the sake of Singapore, mm, la, for mm, example. Mm. So like SQ and everything, SIA, right? Mm. Uh, but I think there were also other examples of that, that also raised eyebrows. I think OSIM mm. was also represented. Oh, is uh, it? Yeah. And 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 I think uh, a bit a big question people had, they, some people were asking, is Grab even a Singaporean company? Because uh. if, if Grab is considered a Singaporean company, then what about Dyson, right? Dyson is... A Singapore company also. It has moved its operations to Singapore uh, since uh, a number of years back, you know. But Grab wasn't founded in Singapore. Grab was Malaysia. My, my taxi in Malaysia that uh, moved its headquarters to Singapore, but it's now listed on NASDAQ. But it's, uh, I mean, its, it's leaders have become Singaporean citizens. Mm. Uh, then you will ask the question of how about Haiti Lao? He's also, the founder also Singapore citizen. Uh. So can you imagine Haiti Lao having a contingent at NDP? Like, what, and probably there'll be people who like? argue Haiti Lao is a pillar of Singapore. <laughs> uh, it's a yeah. pillar of Singapore. It's not a pillar for my life, but yeah, it's a yeah, pillar yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. So, I mean, you didn't uh, see it, but yeah, when you heard it. of it, what was your immediate reaction? Uh? Yeah, it felt like, hey, you're, you're, why are you at this party? Eh? Mm. It's like the party is like a. Uh, because, okay, I won't deny that my first thought of Grab in general is like, okay, they're a bit much. Yeah. They're trying to do everything. They're trying to just be everything, get in every part of your life, and I never like that. And they're not very good at any one of these particular aspects either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. correct. The second thing was, uh, it made me think that, you know, when we went to Parliament mm. uh, and we saw Tin Bailing on her laptop, mm. she was probably mm. replying emails about this lah. I don't know, like, maybe. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, she was supposed she, to deal with public, public policy and all that. So maybe the maybe the getting she was like yes you know this you guys need to be at NDP <laughs> I will I will get you guys there you all have an NDP contingent um, I think I just found it weird lah because mm. I didn't even know that GLC companies had contingents yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it's just you know like a lot of the community spirit and like the commercial companies all not part of the NDP no no yeah yeah but but that's where um I would say 
the you know those floats I was talking about earlier. Oh, actually, what we just talked about was relevant. Those floats that mm. represented like total defense and and things like that. Yeah. Um. Actually, each of them had a sponsor, and the sponsor's logo was on the float. So oh. some companies that did sponsor were like McDonald's sponsored a uh. uh, float. So McDonald's, I mean, American company, everything like right. But they sponsor a float NDP. How is that different from Grab having a contingent marching? Oh, I did not NDP? know that. Mm, mm. Oh. So if Grab, if it, if Grab logo just sponsored, if the Grab logo was just on a float and it was just a sponsor, you'd be okay with that? Like? No, I would still have the same reaction. So oh, now so. I have a reaction to McDonald's having, uh, being sponsoring. Why? Because we always hear... But McDonald's is a pillar of society. No, how we, many of us, how many no, breakfasts, how many dates, how many dinners, no, late night, Tan Chuan Jin, eat filet oh, yeah, fish. Filet <laughs> fish, yeah, filet fish. That's a pillar. Right? No, because... Isn't one of the high-level things that we always hear is that foreign companies should not interfere with domestic affairs. Uh, yeah, yeah. And they cannot sponsor certain events, like, most notably like, say, Ping Dot. Mm, mm. So then NDP, how come they can sponsor? But then that's a... Uh, uh, maybe because NDP is less... Hmm, political. Political, per but se. NDP is like literally our national celebration where we are showcasing and bearing our soul of what it means to be Singaporean. Mm-hmm. Like even Osim, Osim is a Singaporean company, right? Yes. Uh, so for McDonald's, I have the same reaction as Grab. I'm like, eh, how come they can sponsor? You mean it's just open? Uh? Anybody want to sponsor, you can sponsor a part of NDP. Mm-hmm. But actually, Bef- like, what, do you, what do you feel? You don't feel? I feel that it's okay for corporations to sponsor uh, these events. So, if anything, I don't see as big a problem with, let's say, someone wanting to sponsor Pink Dot. Mm. In fact, I think that that was like a very, uh, uh, it wasn't a good move mm. when, when you know, you can't get sponsorships or events like Pink Dot anymore. Yeah. So I would say that, hey, I'm, I'm actually okay if they sponsor Float because at the end of the day, these companies also, you know, they sink roots in your country. Yeah. They also hire your local people. They feed a lot of people. Yeah, they're part of the community. They feed people. They're mm. recognizable brands and they want to be associated with the celebration of your, your country's birthday, la, right? Mm. But I think the, the issue that I had with the Grab presence was a marching contingent. La. There's some there's something about having a marching contingent at NDP alongside the commandos, the guard of honor, <laughs> alongside our police, alongside our SCDF. <laughs> Alongside our youth who are <laughs> uniform groups, there's suddenly one contingent of grab, like I don't know what em- employees or mm. riders or not nothing to do against them, but it's such a show of like um, like a like we are we are you know like entrenched we're, we're part of Singapore, in Singapore you know we're part of the fabric of society and uh, because in some way a sponsor is like oh we are doing this you yeah. sponsor what we are doing yeah. Whereas the contingent is like, no, 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 I'm fucking doing yeah, this. I'm, we are Singapore together. We are here alongside your police and your thing. We are as important as your your found, your institutions that have you know have been here for fifty eight mm. years. So I, I apparently they they marched last year, but there wasn't as big a hoo ha. Maybe also because I think the last year a bit more uh, angst angst against the, the app and and everything lah. So even Singtel all had marching contingent. They all had yeah yeah. Huh, yeah. Maybe it's a different tier lah. You pay, you pay <laughs> more, you get, you get contingent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then maybe you pay even more, you get like parade commander. <laughs> parade commander. <laughs> parade commander to sponsored you by, by Grab. Brought to you by Grab. <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, uh. people, they say, uh, <clears throat> at the end of the day, you know what we're saying about Mac- <clears throat> McDonald's being a, you know, like a 
social a provider of jobs and 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 you know food for people. Mm. Could you can you can you argue that Grab in some way is keeping unemployment low in Singapore? So I mean. That's the thing about Grab, which is why it's so conflicting. I still use Grab a good amount. Mm, um, yeah. I mean, of course, I have no loyalty to any app. I have an affinity towards Tada because they seem like less douchey than Grab. Mm. But if the price is low, I will use. Mm. Uh, and even for Grab Express, uh, yeah, Grab, Grab Food, I still use it. But I just, there's something about it which is annoying. The app. La. The app is just the, the brand. Mm. Uh, and I don't know. It's one of those things that I think just their branding, the stuff they do. Like little things are like, you know, the fact that Tin Pei Ling is uh, mm-hmm. in charge of public affairs. When you yeah, do that kind of stuff, yeah. it's like, hey, don't <coughs> lie, don't do that kind of stuff. So, <coughs> I don't know, it's a personal kind of like gag reflex for me. La. Yeah, and that was uh, around Chinese New Year, that period when the Tin Pei Ling thing yeah. was, was, that means in February or so, la, yeah. when the Tin Pei Ling thing came out, la, right? So, yeah, yeah I, w- I would say, yeah, that's probably the most negative press that uh, Grab has had in the last year, la, since the mm. last NDP and all. And even on LinkedIn, you know, like, some people put ex-Google, ex-Facebook because I guess they have this reputation of attack, attracting like really talented people. But ex-Grab is also a label now. No? Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. It's ex-Grab. Then I'm like, hey, like, um, it's like Google became famous because of their hiring number of hi- hi- like interviews you have to go through hiring and Facebook. It felt like for those companies, their branding came organically. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Grab, just like the inserting themselves into the condition, they're like, hey, no, no, I'm going to put X-Grab on LinkedIn also. Okay. Because that shows I'm I'm good, you know. Mm. It's like that kind of behavior. I see, I see. So, I mean, if it was up to you, mm. Like if you could replace... If I was NDP director. Director. I don't even know if they have the power to do so. But uh. let's say you are, you have, like you're, you're president. You're president uh. Halima. You can say, okay, I, I want to swap out Grab, the Grab contingent for another company in Singapore. Oh. Who would you choose to represent the pillars, social pillars Old Chunky. <laughs> Why Old Chunky? I don't know. I feel Old Chunky. Every time I go there, I see the aunties and all. And like, feels like uh, Old Chunky or even Sheng Xiong. Sheng Xiong, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, is it Sheng Xiong or Sheng Xiong? Sheng Xiong. Sheng Xiong. Yeah. Uh, Sheng Xiong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know about the politics and all, but brand-wise, I like brands, those brands. Uh. Uh, I see, I see. Sheng, Sheng Xiong, Sheng Xiong, because, yeah, like the stuff there is good, it's mm. cheap. Old Chunky, just the fact that I know they proactively hire older folk. Mm. Or, then you want the older folk to go in March, huh? No lah. No. <laughs> you, you want to tekan them, right? You don't know whether it's employees, right? Oh, yeah, 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 Just true, old chunky. So those two brands come to mind for you? Uh, Maybe Yakun. Oh, Yakun. Because I, I feel like Kaya Toast, uh, you know, eggs and Kaya and, and Kopi, all those really bring yeah, people together. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. And it's an institution that has been around Singapore. Yeah, not Toast Box lah, Kaya Yakun, Yakun. Yeah, not Toast Box. Not toast yeah, box. yeah. Toast Box, the seat too too small. Really, yeah, and even the mugs, like yeah, fucking holding yeah. the mugs. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. It's like they don't want you to sit there for too long. Yeah, correct, correct. Want coffee. you to spill on your shirt. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so to me, okay, Yakun. Uh, yakun Mm. If I see a Yakun contingent, I'll be like, okay, that that that's a pillar of, of that my is a, social social yeah, life. Like, yeah. That is. <laughs> that is. Yeah, yakun. so companies like that, la, you yeah. really have the Singapore spirit. La. People will cheer. I think when yeah. they go past, people will cheer. Yeah, but not, not yeah, unfortunately, yeah, not actually, in this case. Because I would imagine, okay, normally for events, you get sponsors because you need to help with funding, la, mm. right? NDP feels like, okay, like funding, it's all, it's going to be taken care of, la, mm. right? Mm. So, you know, part of what we have spoken about, like, you know, Singapore media and film, like, exporting soft culture, yeah. uh, exporting the Singapore identity, really being proud. Yeah. If all the sponsors or all the brands there are local brands, right, mm-hmm. that really, like what you say, you compare Yakun to a secret lab. 
Yeah. To me, Yakun is so much deeper in Singapore. Mm. Secret Lab, my mom, like, she won't care about Secret Lab. Yeah. Yakun is something that really, there's a lot of history. Yeah. So yeah. brands like that would be awesome, man. Yeah. In fact, they should, uh, in the spirit of the reserved kind of uh, presidency and election, all mm. that, they should also have reserved lots for for like heritage brands to march at NDP or so, right? Mm. Like maybe one or two a year. Like, yeah, 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 that's true. Imagine if next time Yalabad also got marching contingent. Oh, <laughs> then we go on ready. Hey, anybody want to march at NDP this year? <laughs> Hit us up. Like only, only like seven Saturdays burnt. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then two of us, Tristan, our listeners, all just yeah, a yeah. contingent there. Oh, that'd be dope, man. That'd be funny. Yeah. yeah that'd be but that'd dope. be, I mean, yeah, like, like what we talked about before, like, like you know, showcasing uh, the brands that really speak to to Singaporeans, uh, right? Mm-hmm. And rather than rather than just by the market cap or anything like that. Yeah, because yeah. even McDonald's, okay lah. Yeah, you're entrenched, but feels like there's there's if you want to talk. I mean, I don't know how many branches Yakun has. Definitely mm. not as many as McDonald's. Yeah, but it feels like there's so many franchises, brands, even Awfully Chocolate. If they have a contingent, right? Wow, I'll be like, hey, chocolate. yeah, Awfully Chocolate contingent. Yeah, I think they they got a great product. They got a great brand, Singapore. Mm. So why not? Why not? Uh, I I suspect a lot of these uh, sponsors also, a big part of the sponsorship goes towards the goodie bag, la. You know, like oh. the, the stuff that they, that is given to people. In yeah, the la, yeah, bags, la. You know? correct, correct, correct. So we awfully. What was in the goodie bag? Um, I mean, there was the usual the drum and the drumstick and the flag and the and the you know other like like granola. Go grab voucher. Water. I have not trawled through it to to be honest. Uh, I have I have like three goodie bags in my possession, but they are sitting somewhere in the corner of, of my of my table there la. Mm. I haven't really gone through. Is it, it called yet. goodie bag or a fun bag? Fun pack, yes. Uh, it's a fun, fun pack. Bag. But now they don't give the backpack thing already la. Now it's like tote bags, so. Oh, yeah, tote yeah, bags. Yeah. I guess it's like in line with the times la. I see. I see. I see, yeah, I see, I see. Yeah. So I haven't checked out who sponsored what, but uh, I mean, wasn't wasn't anything like worth like you know dropping all my. Uh, dropping dinner to eat or anything like that. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Yeah, crap. Yeah. Don't we? Yeah. Interesting. Huh? Oh well. Yes. Yeah. But uh, speaking of uh, other things that people are saying, what is yes. your one short comment? Would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, I would actually. I do have a screenshot. Uh, oh wait, sorry, no. I think you you can go ahead first. I need to pull it up. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Wait. Uh. Okay. Wait, pulling it up, pulling yes. it up. Yes. Uh, pulling it up, pulling it up, pulling it up, pulling it up. Pulling it up. Okay, okay. Mine was about uh. the episode four two two, which is about Lena Zhao Bao la. Mm. Uh, and um, I think we had a very, um, very interesting uh, post from. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of interesting discussions going on. Like I think started by a user called Rose Gold Cat la. Um, who was basically giving his or her own personal experience of reading the Cao Pao cover to cover uh, at least once a week like, at, her, at his or her parents' place. Like. And that <clears throat> saying that it's basically 20% local news and 80% regional international news. Like. Mm. So um, they even pointed out that there was a time when Cao Pao was thought to be more left-leaning than Straits Times because of the Nanta Chinese educated uh, working there as editors and, and journalists and all mm. that. Um, yeah, so it, it's quite an interesting insight into what Cao Pao is now for the Chinese-speaking population. And uh, yeah, other people like external jurists also um, chimed in with uh, in the discussion, uh, which I think gave a lot of uh, colour to 
what we're talking about. Because we don't mm. read Taobao. Yeah. But these people, they know a little bit more about Taobao. They're readers of Taobao and they, they actually uh, have some very interesting uh, things to add to the podcast that we did. La. Yeah. In fact, like the comments, certain parts, it made me think also because, uh, for example, someone, uh, Unicorn and Kaijus mm. said that uh, Lian He Taobao, I mean, he said, uh, they said that I said that Lian He Taobao is publicly funded, mm. but mm. the wiki page says that it's, uh, it's, it's, Owned by SPH Media Trust, la. Yeah. Uh, which is true. What I meant by publicly fun public publicly funded is mm. that there's some element of uh, taxpayers' money that goes into funding it, mm. And I do believe, like even Rose Gold Cat uh, uh, replied saying that uh, they pointed to one page saying the trust is owned by several government-linked companies and institutions. Mm. Uh, and I think that movement to SPH Trust was only like last year or something, mm. right? Yeah. So I, I'm not super sure of the funding structure, but I do know that there is some taxpayers' money that will end up funding SPH Media. Mm. But that whole thread itself, there's a lot of good comments. Yeah. And highly recommend everybody reading it because now rereading it, I'm like, oh yeah, there were certain things I read which I also didn't understand, mm. which I need to go down. So, wow, it's awesome. I didn't know there were that many comments. So basically, you are issuing a correction to something that you uh, I wouldn't say time. issue. I would like to challenge. <laughs> I would like to challenge the POFMA because... Appeal, appeal uh, not challenge. Because appeal. Unicorn and Kaijus <laughs> did say, I'm not sure if he said fake news or I'm just confused. <laughs> I don't believe it's fake news, so I would like to challenge that. Yeah. So I would like to it? issue my appeal to Unicorn and Kaijus. That was our one shook Pofma of the week. <laughs> one shook Pofma of the week. <laughs> at the rate we are going, at the yeah. rate Singapore's going, it might be a new segment. Yes, one shook Your Pofma. one shook Pofma. Because <laughs> last week, I think Jom issued their appeal to the High Court, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we don't know the outcome of that yet, yeah, yeah, or yeah. at least it's not public. Yeah. One shook Pofma of the week. Wow, yeah. la Wow. Not bad. Huh? I, I like I like it when, when our, our audience, you know. Yeah, they question, out, they question, question what we say. Out, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, and on to the one shock thing. Yes, uh, my one shock thing is something that I think should be coming out in, on Singapore television soon, whether it's via Amazon Prime or what. But there's a new remake of uh, the beloved Japanese reality TV series, Takeshi's Castle. Oh, is it? Yeah, there's a 2023 version of it uh, that was filmed in Japan uh, in 2022. But it features a, a newly updated um, Takeshi's Castle setup with uh, a lot of um, a lot of the old games that people used to play. La. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh? But now, you know, more colourful and done but, up in a more... But it's being made by who? Uh, I think it was... I saw that... I, I, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, it's, it's, it's out already? La. Oh, it's... I'm not, I'm not sure if it's oh, out yet in Singapore. Shit. But uh, if you go on YouTube, you actually... I mean, you might be able to find the, the, the show on YouTube. I don't know. I'm not oh. sure. Yeah. But you might be able to find something on YouTube that's, that is basically the show. La. Oh, yeah. shit. I remember watching it when I was young. So yeah. yeah, it was great, right? Everyone uh, loved it and it was like, couldn't get enough of it, la, if anything. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Takeshi's Castle. <clears throat> I mean, like, just on a on a related thing about something that I'm sure you also watched when you were younger, American Gladiators. Mm, yes. There's a documentary on yeah, Netflix, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I want to watch it's at some on my point. List as well, it yeah. looks damn interesting about yeah. all the seediness that happened behind camera and all yeah. that, right? And, and I actually recognize some yeah. of those people. Nitro. Nitro. You know? Nitro. Yeah. Everybody knows Nitro, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that looks interesting. Uh, that yeah. looks interesting. So, yeah, maybe Takeshi's Castle also has that, but they, but this one is really just like... They remake it. La. They, it's basically, you look at it, the, the whole um, obstacle course looks like Wipeout, la, you know, mm. Wipeout that series. Uh, a lot of it is quite similar to the Wipeout uh, setup as well. Wow, solid, solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, 
Okay, my one shock thing is a video I saw uh, that talked about um, it's titled Iliad Kipchoge's new marathon training is ridiculous. Mm. Have you heard of Iliad Kipchoge? No. Um, so he's a Kenyan long distance runner and widely known Wait, as... Has Soryong talked about him before? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. familiar. He's yeah. like the... like considered arguably the best marathon runner ever. Mm. Like, uh, if you look at his 10 winning marathon times over yeah. the past, don't know how many years, his average is 2 hours and 3 minutes, which okay. works out to a per kilometer speed of 3 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, so per kilometer, if for, 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 for 42 kilometers. Okay, so if it's a 2.4, he would be about a S- 7 or 8 minutes. 7 or 8 minutes. Yeah. See, I'm Singaporean that way. I have to convert yeah, it to yeah. 2.4 yeah, to right. understand <laughs> People how to fast is that. Convert to metric and all. No, no, wait, wait. 2.4 kilometers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's uh, fucking that's fast. fast. Yeah. That's fucking For 42 kilometers and like, mm-hmm. he's 38 now. And he just talks about his training regimen and and how there have been quite a few races where he, there'll be a four-minute gap between him and the person who's second. Mm-hmm. So this video was talking about the training he had been doing up till the Boston Marathon this this past April, okay. which was one of the few major marathons that he had not won. Okay. Uh, and in Kenya, there's this area where all the elite marathoners train and he spent a lot of time training on the Boston track. Like oh. there's a track there because Boston Marathon is known to be very hilly. Okay. So the video is amazing. It just talks about how ridiculous an athlete he is. The sad thing is, uh, Boston Marathon, he ended up finishing sixth. And oh. it was just like a bad day, la, I see. according to him. So like, I mean, in some way, even like the greats like Roger Federer, uh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, they all have their bad days. This was mm-hmm. a bad day. But I was just looking, I'm like, oh shit. And then when you think about it, even Soru Young, his marathon timing is what, 2.20 or something? It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. So all these marathoners, uh, like, and he's 38. And he's still going strong. So, he, I think his training was like 250 kilometers a week. Whew. Wow. Crazy. 250 kilometers a week. Yeah, but but insane. So, it was just an interesting uh, interesting video and it just makes you look at them like, oh my God, these people are ridiculous. No, yeah, and it reminds me of how fun it was to talk to Ryong about mm. the, uh, not about all that crap that's going on that went on be- behind the scenes at SNOC and all that, but mm. just in terms of like, like what you said, like how... How how tricky it is to just have a bad day. You wake up on the wrong side yeah. of bed, or you just someone snore in your room yesterday, yeah. and then you are, you had you are running the race to go yeah. and like get a gold medal for your country the next day. Yeah, and that shit like affects them at every competition. Exactly huh? because like football, even if you sprain your ankle, technically you can still score two goals. Yeah, yeah. Your if, team and your team can yeah. pick out a slack for you. If like, you're right? an athlete, right? Wow, everything matters. Yeah, so that that's what shocked me. like like you know how everything, the stars have to align for you to really have a good day mm. and then you still got to run the race and push yourself to the limit yeah. to, to to give yourself the best shot at winning. Yeah, That's what's uh, quite crazy about these endurance athletes. Huh? And I mean, speaking of athletes, if all goes well, we should have an athlete on our podcast in the coming weeks. Or more than one, yeah. Maybe, maybe more, than one. more than one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Different, different sports, but yeah. Athlete, yeah. So, so hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. so yeah that's that's all we have for today yes uh, thanks everyone for listening yeah and oh, talk sorry. to you all soon yeah. sorry I had to fill it in I just had a little for, hiccup fill in for <laughs> Harish's burp after eating too much old chunky <laughs> <Okay. is it? laughs> alright talk to you all soon